Om Shri Sai Ram, offering most humble pranams at the divine lotus feet of our ever-present Lord. Invoking Bhagwan's benediction for today's session, dear listeners, a very loving Sai Ram to all of you and as is customary, we shall begin with the Shanti Mantra. Om Sahana Vavatu Sahana Ubhunaktu ஹரிஸ்ட்ரிஸ்ட்ரிஸ்ட்ரிஸ்ட்ரிஸ்ட்ரிஸ்ட்ரிஸ்ட்ரிஸ்ட்ரிஸ்ட்ரிஸ்
one and the same and uh, to emphasize this uh, divinity aspect i would like to share an anecdote which happened long long ago in prashanti nilay a blessed devotee you know who was blessed to accompany bhagwan during darshan rounds in the 1970s once after the hectic guru purnima celebration in the morning he prays to swami swami please don't come for darshan in the evening it has been a very hectic day and before even he could complete his prayer swami says do you think people are coming here to have my darshan you are wrong you are absolutely wrong it is i who is having their darshan and the devotee thought probably all of us would think the same way if we were in that place the devotee thought to himself what swami having devotees darshan it is pure atishayukti atishayukti meaning exaggeration then swami cut his thought process atishayukti no all this people are here at my calling at my behest so that i can have their darshan whenever i go out to see them i don't look at their bodies i look at their soul i look at their past present and future and i think what i can do for their better future and not just that swami went on to say every time i address you as divyatma swarupulara do you think i do this to praise you i do this to please you no this is what you are and this is how i see you as and that is why i call you divyatma swarupulara but unfortunately you all look at me as the body only and the lord is conveying a profound message to us that the basis for this apparent humanity that we see is nothing but underlying divinity and that is why we must strive to recognize unity in diversity and this is very important for us if we have to practice vedanta in our day to day life so once we start doing this what happens it is like the wave and the ocean a wave arises in the ocean it lasts mm-hmm. for some time and it hits the shore and uh, it meets its doom and merges back into the ocean but it's during its brief journey as the wave whenever it comes across a smaller wave it feels proud and egoistic and it looks down on that wave and whenever it comes across a giant tsunami wave a very big wave what happens it not only feels jealous of that wave and it even feels threatened by that big wave and this is what happens to us see just like the wave our bodies are born and our bodies die but we identify ourselves with this dehabhimana the body mind complex what happens is we are like the wave that is where there is comparison there is competition there is this rat race and we feel threatened by 
the presence of others in our life and all the six inner enemies the karma krodha lobha moha mada matsarya all of them come to forefront in our lives and we tend to suffer on the other hand when the wave realizes that it is nothing but the water in the ocean and every other wave is nothing but water and all of them share the common reality then the wave is at peace because the wave knows the wave that i am contemptuous of the wave that i am jealous of is nothing but water that is it and that is how it is able to be peace and happy all the time and this is what happens to us also when we recognize this unity in diversity and when we know the oneness of existence that is why brihadaranyaka upanishad says dvitiyat vaibhayam bhavati see when you think that there is something other than you that is when you have fear and that is when you feel threatened but when we know that there is nothing other than us as swami would say parulu parulu kadayya paramatmude there is no para the other but everything is paramatma and swami also says in every padartha what we see is only parartha means in every object what exists is only divinity and when we recognize this divinity in everyone and everything what happens as the chandogya upanishad says tarati shokam atmavit the knower of atman he crosses the ocean of sorrow he transcends sorrow so that is how whatever may be the sorrow we have like the bhagavad gita says guru napi dukhena na vichalyate we are not shaken by that sorrow in our life we are able to rise above the suffering and sorrow and we also help others in order to alleviate or relieve their suffering so because of this practically what we tend to do is we tend to you know get rid of our animal qualities the bestial qualities and we also nurture and manifest our human qualities like loving caring sharing being compassionate to others and being tolerant of others and we only look for goodness in everyone we don't find fault with them we don't criticize them or we don't condemn them actually in our sanatana dharma there is no concept of sinner at all because everybody is essentially divine long long ago when in prashantinilayam once a priest was chanting the mantra papoham papakarmoham papatma papasambhavaha which means i am a sinner and i have committed so many sins i am in fact sin personified and i am born out of sin and the prayer continues o lord i take refuge in you and with all thy mercy and compassion please save me from this ocean of samsara bhagwan immediately called this priest and he corrected the mantra itself he said there is no sinner everyone is divine so you chant the mantra like this and he changed the mantra swami said 
you chant praptoham praptakarmoham praptatma praptasambhavah which means i am a born human being because of my karma but i have atma and i have reached so far o lord take mercy on me i take refuge in you and please save me from the cycle of birth and death so our approach to people would be one of worship when we understand that there is no concept of sinner at all as per the teachings of vedanta and in fact it is this worship that expresses itself as seva true seva is something which we do based on the principle of oneness recognizing the common reality that we all share that's why swami would say serve so that you may be saved it is for our own self redemption and as swami would very beautifully put it that is why see one of the sanskrit roots for bhakti is bhaja sevayam which means bhakti and seva are not different from one another it is bhakti which should become seva that's why swami would say bhakti is one where there is no vibhakti where there is no separation so practicing vedanta will make us to realize that we are temporary actors in this cosmic drama we come and go so we develop the detachment of a good actor and we won't be irritated by the behavior of others however abusive or however abrasive their behavior may be we are not provoked by it and we also get certain kind of equanimity in our lives the ability to handle the thick and thin of life the triumphs and tragedies with maturity with grace without being unduly elated or depressed and this is what actually samatvam yoga uchyate is equanimity is yoga and as we don't have an anxiety for fruit of action when we practice karma yoga on the basis of vedanta and we don't have the fear of failure also in our work therefore everything that we do every action that we perform it gets a touch of perfection and because of this we are respected everywhere we are even recognized and we are trusted by others especially in our family by our own family members our friends our kith and kin and in our workplace also and also in our community and uh, society and the practice of vedanta gives us solid tools very strong tools very powerful tools to handle stress and anxiety of day to day life and these are some of the benefits that we get from the practice of uh, vedanta as swami says when you climb a real tree you get both the real nuts and the shadow nuts instead if you want to climb a shadow tree you get neither neither the real nuts nor the shadow nuts and swami says 
A materialistic approach is like climbing a shadow tree where you don't get anything and a spiritual approach to life is like climbing a real tree where you get both material benefits and spiritual benefits as swami says you get not just annam you also get amritam so in fact what vedanta teaches us is hands in the society head in the forest even as we are involved in our day to day activities we know how to spiritualize them we know how to divinize them and our focus is always on the goal of human life the atman see one of the metaphors given in scriptures for this is see when we are seeing the world when we are doing any action our eyelids are automatically blinking which means our eyes are closing and opening even if it is momentary and this process goes on but just because our eyes close and open we don't lose sight of the world our vision of the world is constant and persistent so scriptures say just like this even as you are doing your worldly activities your focus your vision should be on the atman just like as the eyes blink the vision is not lost even when you are engaged in your day to day activities your vision your awareness your focus on the atman should not be lost and this is exactly what hands in the society and head in the forest means so what vedanta is telling us as the lord puts very beautifully in the bhagavad gita mam anusmara yudhyacha he just doesn't say think of me have me in your heart meditate upon me the lord also says yudhyacha and go and fight this battle of life fight it out see when jesus christ gave the 10 commandments to his disciples some of the disciples said it is so difficult to remember all the commandments so please give us one commandment which we can easily remember and practice and benefit from it then jesus said not one but two love thy god the lord with all your might and heart and just as the disciples of jesus were about to close their book they were taking down notes and they just wanted to close the book then jesus said and love thy neighbor which means it is not just the one principle god that is important it is also his creation that is important for us it is the many that is important also which means one and the many is what vedanta is speaking about that is why the goal of vedanta advocated by vedanta is atmanah mokshartham jagat hitayacha spirituality is not just for our self emancipation but it should also bring about the welfare of mankind loka kalyana loka sangraha and this is the core message of vedanta 
वेल दीज आर सम ऑफ द प्रैक्टिकल इम्प्लीकेशंस ऑफ वेदांता वेन वी स्टार्ट प्रैक्टिसिंग इट इन a very earnest way in our day to day life and when when we make conscious efforts for it and we ourselves can uh, you know gauge our progress a simple yardstick would be see whenever we are hurt or when something doesn't go the way we want we are upset naturally because we after all have this body and the mind and we and we have emotions feelings we get upset and it takes some time for us to come back to our normal state of mind that is when we say oh i am not in a mood for anything i can't do and this is what we say and as we progress you know as we take toddler's steps in the practice of these vedantic teachings what happens is the time interval between the time we get upset and we come back to normalcy that gradually goes on decreasing and that is a sign that we are progressing in our practice of this vedantic teachings and this is it for today and for now i will all give you something to ponder over we are all primarily devotees of bhagwan we have love for swami we have devotion for swami just think how this bhakti devotion to our personal god swami helps us in the practice of vedanta in our day to day life thank you very much i thank bhagwan and team radio sai i will conclude with the shanti mantra om asatoma sadgamaya tamasoma jyotirgamaya मृत्युर्मा अमृतंगमय ओम शांति 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 लीडस फ्रॉम द अनरियल टू द रियल लीडस फ्रॉम डार्कनेस एंड टू लाइट लीडस फ्रॉम डेथ टू इमोर्टैलिटी ओम पीस 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 जय साई राम